Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Welcome to the Discerning Gamer Podcast. Your premium destination for all things gaming culture. We have the latest in gaming news, reviews of the hottest new games, discussion and analysis of the games of yesteryear. When you're short on time and need your gaming fix, look no further than the crew who know their master chief from their master sword. I love Halo. Your hosts, Joel, Simon, Casey, and Ferg. So toss a coin to your Witcher and answer that call of duty. It's time to level up. This is the Discerning Gamer Podcast. Yes, a good evening, good morning, good afternoon to you. Welcome to the Discerning Gamer Podcast. It is myself, Joel JB Fury, Shane, welcoming you once again into the world of the DG crew. A lot of news this week. Uh, It's been firing at us like bullets out of a a gun from Call of Duty that's soon (laughs) to not be allowed on PlayStation anymore. It's it's just firing on all all cylinders tonight. And uh, with with me as always, we've got the DG crew. We've got the PC gamer, the Sultan of Steam, forever looking after the financial well being of our listeners when considering the purchase of a Ubisoft title. It's Fergus Fergamon <laughs> Hamilton. Welcome to the show, Fergus. Thanks, JB. Look, I'm I'm a man of the people. I do, I do what I can. I do what I can. <laughs> and it's much appreciated, mate. Much appreciated. <laughs> also with us this week, we have the gaming chef, the Earl of Emotional Damage. He was under the impression that the Fist of the North Star was a sexual manoeuvre with a celestial body. It's Simon Steely <laughs> McLaughlin. Welcome to the show, Steely. Oh, I'm still under the impression that it is. I haven't seen the anime, but I've got it pictured in my head. It's just a really rough hentai. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's just what I've got in my head. That's what it is well, <laughs> from now on. Fist of the North Star, JB. Would you like one? Uh, yes, I would. <laughs> also with us, we have the Nintendo Queen loving her open world games with their day-night cycle, auto-saving when appropriate, and with an insanely heavy rumble attachment inserted in the controller. It's Casey oh, C. Yeah. Mac McLaughlin. Welcome to the show, C. Mac. Yeah, in the controller. What did she say? <laughs> oh, jeez. Listen. Hi. <laughs> It's on. It's on already. It's on already. Well, uh, let's uh, let's keep it for the uh, for the podcast, folks, and let's get straight into the news because it has been a a pretty big week. And leading the charge in the news this week is news involving everyone's favourite uh, open world game developer, Rockstar Games. And they were a victim to a massive third-party intrusion this week by a hacker called Teapot, Um, (laughs) interestingly. Um, The company quickly took action against the hack, taking down the leaked videos from social media platforms. Uh, The hacker also took credit for the recent cyber attack on Uber as well. Mm. So the hacker leaked early gameplay footage and original source codes for GTA 5 and 6, uh, the latter was also listed for sale for almost $100,000. Uh, of course, Rockstar Games quickly took down the videos on copyright grounds, confirming that the leaks were genuine. Mm. Uh, just in a development that's happened in the last uh, sort of 10 hours before uh, recording uh, this podcast, the UK police arrested a 17-year-old teen in Oxfordshire concerning the recent hack. Uh, and possibly Uber's data breach as well. The development comes after Uber disclosed uh, the hack on its systems were being investigated by the FBI. The arrest was done in concert with an investigation conducted by the FBI. An official statement from both the City of London Police and the FBI is expected soon. So... um, he was caught cool having a cup of Earl Grey. Uh, yeah. He certainly was. <laughs> well, <laughs> well done. <laughs> well done, uh, C-Mac. We love you. Um, <clears throat> that was fucking good. I love you. So uh, the arrested teen is yet to be charged, so specific details of the case are still undisclosed. Uh, it is also unconfirmed whether the person acted alone or cooperatively with a group of hackers. Uh, so, yeah, uh, 
and then they they dropped a little bit of information saying that uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, uh, since it came out in 2013, has grossed 13 billion dollars for Rockstar mm-hmm. Games. So. Mm-hmm. We're talking big business here, folks. Mm. We're not talking about mm. uh, you know mucking around with some little indie uh, developer who's yeah. uh, you know smashing out a a, a bloody uh, Candy Crush variant you know in their backyard. Mm. This <laughs> is uh, this is this is pretty pretty significant. So uh, did reckon... anyone see the leak? I didn't actually see the footage. Simon thought it was fake. Yeah, but then I saw it, and it's not fake. Oh, it's... I didn't see it. Yeah, I did see it. And look, um, why would you bother? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you bother? It's it's so early in development. It's just like um, it's like when Skate showed the early development yeah. of you know the the new Skate game, the the, the team behind Skate. It's, it looks almost the same. It is that early in development. It just kind of seems pointless to leak it out. But I guess these people do it to prove that they can. I guess you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So whatever. But it's almost like the footage it, that we've seen so far of Sonic Frontiers. what's the point (laughs) yeah i don't know i didn't watch i mean i saw all the headlines but i just thought to myself you know rockstar i mean they're one of the best developers of all time when they've got something meaningful to show they'll show it and at that point i think it's worth listening um just watching some shits and bits that some nerd in his basement has uncovered um (laughs) you know it's not yeah, because like you said, Simon, it's going to be pretty rudimentary right. and you're not really going to get an idea of what's going on. Though having said that, because I know Casey brought up some rumours a long time ago and some of the stuff that was getting leaked, I think has sort of been confirmed, which was this the female playable character, which will be something new for the series. So it looks like there's mm. a male and female protagonist, a bit of a Bonnie and Clyde situation, and that sort of information reared its head again. But... Again, this is going to be one of the biggest releases ever. I'm just going to sit back and just wait until there's something worth looking at and when it's closer to being released and Rockstar will yep. be informed of that when it happens. So, Yeah, I mean, out of out of respect for Rockstar, and, and I, I do have a lot of respect for them. I know they're a multinational mm-hmm. company and, you know, who gives a fuck about the, uh, you know, the, the corporates sitting in their ivory tower, but... Out of respect for the guys and girls working on the development of the game, I haven't watched the footage. Yeah. Um, I think I saw something come up on TikTok, uh, which I didn't even realise was that footage that had been uh, stolen, uh, which showed you know a woman with a ponytail firing guns at you know other cars and stuff in a in a car park somewhere. And I it didn't sort of twig what I was looking at. I thought mm. it might have been footage from like GTA Online or something. Um, so, you know, the footage that they did steal was pretty sort mm. of uh, like it, it didn't really show anything that was like super groundbreaking or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I'm like, uh, what's what's the point, you know? Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I reckon what's going to be probably the most interesting out of this story is what kind of punishment this if it, if it's the guy that you know speculating it's him that was arrested, if he was actually the guy that went in and did this, I'm really interested to see what kind of I use the word trouble he'll end up in. But <laughs> might be a yeah, we'll, we'll see what what happens in that. Whether yeah, fines. I don't know. Jail time being 17, I don't know what the rules are in the UK. He's still quite young, but it'll be interesting to see what kind of punishment is handed down. Smart, for smart cookie. What has mm. been if you. Listen and look at some of the headlines. The biggest gaming leak of all time. A few uh, yeah. retailers, or it was probably clickbait, but that's what they were sort of calling this. The biggest leak ever in gaming. So, yeah, we'll see what happens to, um, what's his name? It. Mr. Teacup. Mm. I mean, I'd, I'd be I'd be re- reluctant to call it a leak so much as a, as yeah. a deliberate sort of theft of uh, intellectual property. But, yeah. uh, I mean, leaks sort of suggest well, that's that what someone it is, yeah. within the company that's... Uh, Opted yeah. to to share, you know, some confidential stuff, but uh, mm. yeah, pretty disappointing for the people at Rockstar. I know that there would be uh, lots of uh, men and women on those teams that were working on games, uh, working on this game, and you know, really hoping that their work is reflected in the the best possible light. Mm. And I think, um, you know, just having this footage smashed out there like it was doesn't really accurately reflect their yeah. best work yeah. and, and that sort of thing. It's it's pretty pretty unfair. But uh mm. look I mean at the end of the day though, we, we, we as as fans of, of Rockstar, all of us can probably all can say together that 
we we understand that this is quite early on. So mm. this this to me, even though I watched it, I didn't even view it as a reflection of Rockstar's work. It kind of in in all seriousness, it was interesting for me to see a game you know that creative. early in development being created like created it, it really is quite interesting and um I, to me if they were to leak really poignant story moments mm. that's when it becomes really disappointing like what happened with the last of us part two when when that was coming out leaking parts of a story which it directly yeah, don't don't say it. joel's still playing it no, don't, don't. I won't tell you. He's probably already seen it. It will happen anyway. But um, you've probably seen it all, Joe. But anyway, um, the the thing is, is that you know that that kind of thing I think is a lot more poignant when you leak things that are actually going to affect people's surprise and experience. That's when it becomes a problem, you know, because these are things that people have really expertly crafted um, these stories to get out to people, and when they're spoiled, it just becomes really um, kind of sad. And I and I think that's when it gets bad, you know. Yeah, well, um, I think well put, and uh, you know, I'm I'm disappointed on behalf of uh, the Rockstar uh, employees working on the game, and um, hope that um, you know this doesn't um, affect the work that they're doing. Because um, honestly, I mean, had this leak happened or not, I I, I reckon I'd I'd say I'm pretty like ninety percent that I would have bought GTA Six. Uh, yeah much like probably the rest of us here, a big fan of the series, yeah. have been mm. for a long time. So, mm. uh, you know, nothing's really going to stop me from, no. from throwing the throwing my money on the table and uh, picking up the next title. But anyway, it's, uh, it is what it is now and we'll, mm. we'll all have to just uh, move on. Yeah. Uh, speaking of moving on, I'm going to throw across to you, Ferg, for some news about a, another new game. Another new game. So, yeah, so EA, our favourite... Uh, <laughs> publisher EA <laughs> there it is <laughs> so during the week uh, EA have unveiled a new single player get this Iron Man game the new game being developed in partnership with Marvel is now in pre-production so um, so from PC Gamer Andy Chalk his article um, an all new based Sorry, an all-new game based on the Marvel superhero Iron Man is in development. EA Motive, EA announced today, being today, I think that was three, four days ago, earlier in the week. Um, headed up by Marvel Avengers and Guardian of the Galaxy producer. Now, excuse my French. I think you pronounce it Oliver Pruelix? Pruelix? Yeah. Sure. Sounds did, right. Did, uh, did you just say Avengers? I did. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you haven't heard this one for a while, JB. Classic. Away to the end. <laughs> oh, no, no, I, I cut it off for, for, oh, for your benefit and for the benefit of our listeners. That's it. So, EA yeah. Motive's Iron Man project will be a third-person single-player action-adventure game telling an original story that taps into the rich history of Iron Man, channeling the complexity, charisma, and creative genius of Tony Stark. It's been developed in collaboration with Marvel and is currently in pre-production, which means we're we're not likely to see anything of substance um, anytime soon. And obviously, there's no word of a launch date. Um, and so, it's an honor and a privilege to have the opportunity to make a video game based on one of the most iconic superheroes in entertainment today. Prox said, "We have a great opportunity to create a new and unique story that we can call our own." Marvel is encouraging us to create something fresh. We have a lot of freedom, which is so engaging for the team. Um, now, this new game, which is going to come out at some time in the future, is not the first Iron Man game um, based on the films. There was a release back in 2018, which was developed by Artificial Mind and Movement, um, who are known as Behaviour Interactive these days. And that game actually featured voice work done by Robert Downey Jr. himself and Terrence Howard. And it wasn't very good. So, doing a bit of a deep dive into some of the Metacritic scores, this game came out on everything. I, I honestly can't remember it, but it was a. Uh, it came out on the DS, the PS2, the Xbox 360, the PSP, the Wii, the PS3, and on PC. And the PC DS. score was 32 out of 100. Um, and the high score was wow. the D DS of 
all consoles was 56 out of 100. So it had an average, yeah, Metacritic score of about 45 or something. So, um, yeah, the 2018 release wasn't very good. And interestingly enough, a few years later after that game came out, the Just Just Cause developers, Avalanche Studios, actually started working on a on a new Iron Man game, but that uh, project fell apart after a couple of years. So, yes. Um, I'm a huge Marvel fan, and I reckon if I had to pick one, Iron Man is probably my favourite superhero in that universe. So, um, but having said that, superhero games for me anyway haven't generally transitioned too well to the gaming console. Is there any enthusiasm in the DG crew that a game from EA based on <laughs> Mr. Tony Stark Iron Man is going to be of any interest? To anyone? Any thoughts? You've played probably out of all of us most of the some of the recent marvel games jb iron man yeah i mean i i have um and you know it's it's one of these things where um, i i didn't mind the the avengers uh the game the one from crystal dynamics i thought i thought it was okay but it did mm. become very repetitive and um the parts of the game that i thought were good was when you were sort of playing the main story mode missions and like it, it sort of drove the story forward and and there were unique elements to that like you had to go and find the the big aircraft carrier the one that flies uh you know and, and that sort of crashed at one point you got to go and find that and then you've got to like fix all the the stuff to get it airborne again and so all of those missions like had me quite interested and i thought they were mm. cool and and then you saw the main villain of the game who starts off as like this scientist who's friends with bruce banner and then slowly over time after he gets infected with this um this sort of gas he starts transforming and as you're sort of watching him through the game you can see him uh, resembling more and more modok um and and so that was really cool and i and the graphics of that Avengers game were were absolutely awesome, like really, really top notch, and really showed off a lot of the features of the next gen um, consoles. So, you know, I'm not one of the people that really wants to dump a lot of a lot of shit on on that particular game because I I didn't mind it, and and the kids really liked it as well. Um, but uh, yeah, EA. Um, well, mm. you know the old saying. Um, you know so it doesn't initially fill me with a lot of confidence however they are a big studio and it it depends on which one of their sort of subsidiary studios they put on it as Mm. to how it's going to turn out Um, but you know look I'm I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt and have a look Um, Mm. and you know I hope hope that they do it justice yeah we'll uh, we'll wait to hear you go Simon this game has a lot of clout. I think it would be a really good um, way to pick up Marvel's sort of, you know, entry into games um, because we've got Spider-Man, which has obviously been very successful. I mean, it's it's great. It's, it's good. I mean, I don't really... It's not really my thing. I think it's kind of like uh, the Arkham series, but um, it's just a little less refined with combat. I mean, I don't really like the combat as much in Spider-Man. I like swinging around. It's re- it feels really fun, but um, you know, it, I, I feel like it didn't really hit the nerve that it hit with everybody else when it first came out. And I, I think that I like just like you, Ferg. I like the hero Iron Man a lot more when that you know first film came out with Rob Downey mm-hmm. Jr. I was thoroughly impressed by it. I mean, I I was a much younger gentleman back then, but I do think that. Um, this game, if they do it right, it will translate really well. I think the flying mm. mechanic will be really fun if they can nail it, but they really have to nail it because I think flying is a sticky situation in a lot of these games. If the flying feels off, it's going to really fuck the game, you know, mm. um, because it's going to be a big part of it and it's going to need to feel fast and fluid. And if they can nail the combat within that space as well, I think there's a real shot for it. And, um, you know, hopefully uh, Motive does a good job at bringing this one to, to the foreground and and maybe uh, picking up that side of the, the Marvel franchise's offerings because, I mean, I feel like all those films are becoming very messy and um, there's a lot of them now 
Whereas it would be nice to just get it, you know, instead of like an Avengers game where there's, or, you know, a Guardians of the Galaxy game, a game that's tailored to one play style. I think that would be really, really cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's interesting that the um, Just Cause team was working on a follow-up to the 20, 2008 or whatever it was, the next game that was supposedly in the series. I can see it being a similar type of game. I don't know if you guys have played the Just Cause um, games, but like a huge open world where you're sort of flying from, you know, different bases and... Um, yeah, I can see it sort of maybe lending its way to that. In Just Cause, I think you're using zip lines and hang gliders and you're sort of traversing a massive open world. And yeah, like you said, if they can nail the flying, I think there might be some there might be some bones to it. But if you if they don't get that right or you feel like you're flying in a you know, invisible wall sort of corridor kind of levels, I think it might might not be as fun. But yeah, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for that, Ferg. Uh, next, I'll throw over to Simo for a bit mm. of uh, news, if you so choose. News, if you so choose. Mm-hmm. Have you have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Have you read the papers? Have you gotten a paper today? No. No? Well, <laughs> no. here's what appeared, what appeared in the paper. Uh, it didn't. It actually didn't. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> No, 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 no. Sorry, we'll give you the we'll give you the Wii U horn. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen this? Uh, Detective Pikachu Two is coming, everyone. A senior programmer posted a job ad or something something similar to that on on LinkedIn of all places and mentioned that they need someone for a game that is unannounced and is nearing completion, and then basically announced it on LinkedIn, and then they said it's Detective Pikachu Two. The casting Pikachu. Fuck's sake. You heard it <laughs> first, everyone. What the fuck? That was just the sound that came out of their studio after they yeah. realised they'd fucked up. <laughs> Sorry, I'll listen back later. But you heard it here first, everyone. LinkedIn is the new Twitter. So just fucking watch out for leakers on LinkedIn. That's all I'm saying. Yep. It's happening. Sign back in. I know I'm going to get in, and, and I'm just going to see who's been who's been looking at my profile last the last couple of weeks. Maybe apply for some jobs as a freelance photographer for some studio that I've never heard of, and then um, get all my gaming news. Anyway, um, <laughs> excellent. So, Detective Pikachu two, everyone, it's coming, and uh, apparently coming soon. It's nearing completion. So, I don't know if any of you guys have played Detective Pikachu uh, number one. I'm guessing you haven't. It was on the 3ds. I don't, I don't see anybody here with hands up for mm. a 3ds apart from Casey and I. Um, but no, I didn't. You know, so sorry, led to- sorry, Simon. Is that was that a like a movie tie-in game or something? Because no, so obviously- well, it was originally a game, and then ah. they decided to make a movie because ah, the game so- was quite successful and a little bit different. So, um, but I, I believe they had the same storyline, but just with uh, it was like a retelling the film. So, mm-hmm. um, I, look, I didn't play the first one. It was kind of like a point and click adventure game with some little quick time events in it, um, as far as what I can gather. Um, but I think a lot of people really loved it because it was quite charming and it had a really nice story. And I think that um, that translated well into the film. I really enjoyed the film. Um, and so I really hope that uh, when this one comes out, it's a banger. And um, yeah, so keep your eyes out for Detective Pikachu number two. Mm. But, um, you know, yeah. <laughs> oh, <cute>. <laughs> noise. <laughs> um, but also, listen to this. Get this. Mm. We have an update on the Mario movie, ladies and gentlemen. We will be. um, It's not that great. (laughs) We will get to see a teaser trailer this October on the sixth or the seventh, depending on where you are in the world. Um, And uh, we here at the Discerning Gamer actually received a clip of Chris Pratt's Mario voice this week, and wow, it just took a direction that I didn't expect. Um, So JB, I did give you this um, this uh, bit of uh, footage uh, for you to play back. So (laughs) let's cross over to that. Let's cross over to that audio now. Fucking, you are fucking, you fucking, fucking, you bloody, you bloody, you bloody, bastard, bitch, you fucking, you bloody, fuck you, bloody, 
fucking mother blood, you fuck big. I, I think it's amazing how he's really captured the essence yeah. of uh, yeah. of Mario. That was Mario and Luigi having a bit of staff. I don't think the kids anymore. Yeah. I just, it's funny how how far Illumination have really gone into the you know for, for the older Mario fans. I think uh, with that one. So um, that's are they but, uh, the- still going to be known as Mario Mario and Luigi Mario in this uh, no, they'll title? Be, they'll or? be Mario bloody fucking and Luigi you bloody fucking. That's okay. What it'll be instead. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Brilliant. This, this movie will also um, be released April 7th or 8th, depending on where you are in the world, next year. So okay. set your sundials, program your digital watch and uh, to heavy vibration, put it in your calendar, fucking type it into your graphics calculator. That's the date, everyone. Mario movie. It's coming. So slip it into your DMs. Uh. Uh, the, oh, okay. the, DG, well, <laughs> the listeners of the DG uh, discerning Mario. camera, uh, they're rushing out to set their sundials to that one. Don't want <laughs> to miss the... <laughs> well. That's what you got to do. Set it to noon. Set it to noon and uh, you'll get it right at some point. Um, but uh, I just wanted to touch on as well this week. Um, obviously, we had a Splatfest happen this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Splatfest. Um, it was Splatoon. Look, yeah on Splatoon. Uh, I should probably preface that on um, Splatoon three, not Splatoon one on the Wii U. What was so, that? <laughs> Splat. <laughs> that was I, was, I was typing to get that one up. That was good. That was good. Um, so Splatfest. It was a lot of fun this time around. Um, look, we uh, loved how the nighttime matches uh, brought a, a fresh feel to the weekend of splatting. Um, but I got to say, I've got a, a little bit disappointed with something and. Uh, it's, it's the new tricolor turf war mode um considering we could barely really get into any of the matches to play them um so this is incredibly frustrating it made kind of the the new mode in the game feel virtually redundant um which is kind of sad because that's one of the big new things in splatoon 3 is the tricolor turf wars and um we were clicking into them and just getting into regular turf wars so um, I think we played maybe one or two at the end of it all. Um, we played all up two, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, that's, um, that's fun. a little bit sad because they were really fun. Um, so, yeah, we set ourselves in tricolor turf war battles and seemingly at random you basically get selected to play the game mode. Um, but it was really dampening because it was exciting. Uh, it was one of the more exciting parts of the weekend of splatting. And um, I've got to say it just kind of made you feel a little bit like why why would you announce such a brand new spanking mode put a splatfest out there and not be ready for it it was just a little bit un nintendo for my liking um mm. it just wasn't ready when it should have been uh, good splat uh, but again it was a fun weekend of splatting uh just didn't feel different because it was lacking in that it's new on for mode. two hours yeah well you know Good, good luck getting into one for the next two hours uh, we'll, we'll be here still dg crewing um but you know um yeah it was just kind of lucky in that new mode for most of the day um which How is really unfortunate oh that, that's all my news and that's the bit for the next bit oh right sorry um but yeah it was a lot of fun just shame didn't appear as often as we had liked but split really great so Whoa. um there we go everyone still that was <laughs> a, a good sounded like a um that sounded like the end of split first sounded like when i was sick the other week i uh had to do it Oh, Explosive. Shit. Nice one. <laughs> Grenade in my bowels. <laughs> Off it went. Stop! Shut up! Enough! Saving Private Ryan in my fucking... In your colon, hey? My colon. Uh, anyway, that that was all of my news for uh, for the week, everyone. It's, yeah. uh, you, you know, um, yeah, so... Nice. Good one, Nintendo. Thanks for doing a couple of things that you weren't supposed to and one thing that you were, and uh, yeah. there you go. Oh, yeah, nice. For you, Nintendo, we give you the, the Wii U horn. The <laughs> <laughs> Wii U horn. Yeah. <laughs> now that's now the Wii U horn. Yeah. Yep. Yes. All right. Uh, C-Mac, what do you got for us? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Well, 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 well. I read today. Apparently, Sims Four, our favourite developer, EA, everyone's oh. favourite developer, EA is. fuck up everything. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> they have announced, starting October eighteenth or nineteenth in Australia, that the Sims Four base game is going to be totally free to download on all the current platforms. So that's on PC, PlayStation, Xbox, all of everywhere. 
So this is a post on their official website and they say their decision is, well, it says the decision, we're excited to continue to welcome in more players than ever to create new stories and explore without boundaries. The Sims has always been about celebrating new ways to play and offers many possibilities to discover. So this was pretty exciting. I've already got the base game because I've been an avid player, even though I thought I'd started up before the podcast and I had to re-download Origin because that's where I had it. And it said I haven't played it since 2018. So I can't be that mm. much of a king. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a while. Um, but I'm actually wanting to play it again. And they say the people who have already downloaded it, like myself, so we don't obviously get it for free, they're going to uh, receive a desert... Desert Lux kit gift. Don't know what that is, but I want Oh my it, goodness. So. <clears throat> <clears throat> wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also in this announcement about the game becoming because I thought it was just for um the rest of the month, but no, it's free ongoing from the nineteenth. They also announced that they are doing hang on, what was that? Um on the same day on the nineteenth, a behind the Sims summit, which will sort of like a Nintendo Direct for The Sims, and obviously they're going to surely announce Sims 5. They have to. Sims 4 has been out for that long. We are ready for a new one, and obviously they're making Sims 4 free for everyone to try and get as much people playing it, so they buy all the DLC, because that's... That's exactly right. So anyway, I'm really excited to hear about the new Sims, because I'm I'm... I'm ready for it, and I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a new Sims 5. Well, you heard it here first. Heard it here, you heard it here first. Sims 5. It's news is too hot. Uh, look, look, too C-Mac, hot. I, I saw this headline, and I thought of you instantly, because I know you're a big fan of the series, and so am I, and then I thought the same thing. This is their marketing pitch. They make it free. They're going to get as many yeah. people playing. They're going to sell as many Sims 4 expansion packs as they can, and then at their their fest or whatever it's called sims fest they're going to drop us with sims 5 and i did a bit more reading and i found some articles where a few people were quoted to saying that they were looking forward to to continually release more sims 4 stuff and i just about flipped my table (laughs) so i it it's been eight i think it's been eight years since sims 4 came out it's been a long time (laughs) and i just look at what ea have done with this franchise don't get me wrong, Sims 4 is fantastic, but when we went from Sims 3 to Sims 4, in many respects, we went backwards. Like when oh, Sims yeah, 4... with the whole travelling, you, oh. you can just go from an open world straight into your into everywhere. Just You walk around like, pretty much like open world, and then all of a That's sudden, it. we're back to loading screens. No, fuck that. And, <laughs> yeah, and the, really like, the other hit. one was like features that shipped with the original Sims games. Like You couldn't build pools in yeah. Sims 4 when it launched. <laughs> and it's just this... Uh, it, like, is what's this... a Sims game without putting a pool in, making your Sims swim, and then deleting the ladder? Like, what? That's not... what is a Sims game without that? It, Nothing ridiculous. But I think this is this is where we find us with the Sims Four in twenty twenty two. Is they're they're going to? It's nearly like a live service model. The game's going to go free. And every once in a while, they're going to spit out a ridiculously overpriced expansion pack. And people are paying and buying these things. And it's just the new norm. Like, there's no incentive for them to release a new $80 game at this point. Because they're just spitting out new content. And it's it's crazy. It's insane. Like, I think the expansion packs, like any of the major ones. Just before, I had a look at the expansion. Because I've got a heap of them. Yeah. It's been eight years. I've been buying them. But I've always bought them on sale. Mm. But they're forty five dollars for an expansion pack. Oh, fucking hell! Still, so still. That's that's great. Forty five. Have a fucking cat in your game, like cool. It's like... I don't even want a cat in my real life, so I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> you fail. It's it's one thing to be like, all right, we'll call an expansion pack forty five dollars if there's heaps of content, but there's not, and they've literally dropped at this point, like. 15 expansion packs as well as all like to buy the whole soiree of all the expansion packs all the add-ons you, it's like I don't know. it'd be it'd be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars but and which it, one has the pool oh, i can't <laughs> That's the only one i want i don't know but i i think that sims 5 is i don't even know when this game's coming because i sort of look at all of what ea are doing and i just, there's just no incentive for them to do it like 
You don't reckon? No, I don't think. Look, I hope I'm wrong, like you're saying. I hope they announce at their uh, Sims Fest that they've actually been working on a Sims 5 game that's coming soon. But I think they've just got it so good where they're just doing very little and making a shit ton of money. And they've got a massive player base, so why would they do anything to rock the boat on that? So, we'll see. And the this, thing is, the whole the base game, you can't, you have to buy an expansion for yeah. it, otherwise it's so plain. Mm. It's just, it's just bleh, isn't it? Mm. At this point, Sims 4 is basically the fucking Mario Kart 8 of, of EA's fucking library, really, mm. because it is just, it is relentless. Cash cow. People will continue to buy things for it and purchase it. Even when it goes free, they will go and buy the expansions. And um, have, yeah. th- like you just said, same with Mario Kart, there is no incentive to make a new one or even mm. announce a new one yet because it is so utterly disgustingly successful. And when when I got this game for Casey when it came out at launch... Sorry, I <laughs> so, JB speaking speaking Japanese over here. Fucking Oh fucking hell! Jesus, but you know what I mean. It's just absolutely fucking stupid. Because when this game came out, like, I even remember Casey saying to me, "This feels like you know, uh, like what you said, um, Ferg, a backward step in the franchise." and um, they do it really because they can. Because if we give mm. you a, a more bare base game, you have even more ex- incentive to expand on it because this will be the way that you have to move forward. It is fucked and it is so EA. Mm. It's so EA. I so, think, um, yeah. Just, I mean, the last point I'll make is I think it's a, I think the other problem they got is where do they, like, what could they do with this series to, you know, make it better or make it different or give it a new flavor and, I, I don't know what you could do. It it's sort of refined oh, to a surely point. Surely something's coming. I hope something so, Casey. Look, maybe I'm being a bit cynical. Maybe I'm being a bit negative. Let's uh, let's hope no, that. Yeah, uh, you're being mm. right on. Right on. Let's hope <laughs> at the Sims Fest they drop Sims Five and we can have a good chat about that. And I'll take everything back. But um, I just and I'll just buy gonna... it because I have to. I'm sure I'll buy it as well. Know. But yeah. Anyway. There we go. Come on, that's EA. it. We've waited long enough. <laughs> Fuck up everything. <laughs> Legit. All right. Well, with that, uh, let's throw over to our novelty segment now for for another week. And here we go. Novelty segment, yeah, yeah. And this week, uh, we have uh, we're, we're looking at a, a, a topic of consoles of the future. So, consoles what... of the future. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, so basically, uh, what what features would you like to see in a in a new gaming console, um, or you know, just yeah. Any anything like that? Uh, maybe maybe we'll start with you, Simon. Um, hey, get him out of the way! Yeah. Come on, he's losing it. Fuck him off! Get him out! Oh, get this! Everyone, set your fucking sundials to pre-order. It's, it's happening. Shame! This is this is this, this smart. This is look. Nintendo's long-awaited, long-rumored hardware revision. The new Nintendo Switch Plus. Mm. That's what it's going to be called, everyone. Um, talk us, talk us through it, Steely. What, what? Put that in your Twitter post, in your LinkedIn. Um, it'll have the following. It's going to have a 4K-capable OLED screen. Just a fucking bang in your face. Um, wow. And it will nice. also be... Anyway. Um, it will be white with black trims, much like a PS5. Um, it will upscale all existing Switch games to 60 FPS 4K resolution, and it'll have AI-enhanced ray tracing via NVIDIA's DLSS technology. So you'll see so much more light particles in Mario Kart 8. 
um, and they will milk the shit out of that for all it's worth. There will be um, ray tracing in Mario Odyssey. It will look snazzy when the sunlight comes in over Mario's face and off the water. La 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 di da. Um, and they'll just they'll just be coming... announcing uh, the launch of GTA Five on the console. Uh... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> emotional damage. Zing. Oh, that'll be good. That'll be good. Um, and look, all upcoming games will be available to upgrade to the same capabilities by purchasing the plus upgrade for new games, which will have a white banner on the games with red writing instead oh to signify that they are new games that are now uh, plus upgradable or require a paid upgrade. Would you rather um, to in, in order to play them at the up, upgraded features? Um, because why not make it confusing? You're Nintendo. Um, so... There will also be a third tier of Switch Online called New Nintendo Switch Plus Online Plus Expansion Packs, <laughs> which will feature GameCube. Fuck. Which will feature GameCube and Wii games optimized for Switch Online with online capabilities. Um, it will come at two hundred dollars Australian per year for Switch owners, and that will be for an Fuck. individual membership. <laughs> and that will include the regular Switch Online Plus Expansion Pass which will now include Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games. So you'll effectively get the full Nintendo retro library at mm. your fingertips, bar Wii U, because they've all been ported to um, to uh, Nintendo Switch now, basically. Oh, bar the DS and the 3DS, I guess, what as well. What the fuck are you saying? Um, I was going to so say, can't I, can I play like Nintendo Pokemon uh, Red and Blue on this thing? That's what we're all hanging out for. Are we got, yes, we're not going. Sure, we can. why not? Nice. Yes, yes, Nintendo you can. Switch! Okay, <laughs> it won't be available at launch though. Uh, oh. They will release that <laughs> or one in Australia. year into the service. Yeah, yeah, or in Australia, they'll be streaming. The, yeah. the first Game Boy games that you'll be able to play on it will be Super Mario Land and and Donkey Kong Land. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that's what it's going to be. And um, we will also get new Joy Cons. They will not drift. Um, so this will be a big selling point is that they won't drift. This is what all the reviewers will be talking about. They will be white also with neon colored buttons on each side being red and blue, just like the switch, but inverted. Um, so it won't be red and blue joy cons. They'll be white joy cons with different colored buttons. I am a genius. Mm. Um, they will also have improved gyro sensors. Um, they will be slightly bigger, but you can get adapters for your old Joy-Cons to attach to the new Switch. So all those old Joy-Cons you went and spent too much money on will not go to waste. Um, Makes sense. They will now also... Yep, yeah, it does. And see, this is why I'm, this is going to happen. They will now release a new Pro Controller called the new Nintendo Switch Plus Pro, which will have <laughs> haptic feedback slash HD rumble from the Joy-Cons. And all controls will now come with, and this will be one of the biggest selling points, voice chat. So mm, never wow. before seen any Nintendo console. Voice chat will be available through your controllers, not through a fucking app. smartphone app like somebody mm. in, oh, it's 1999. How do we get people to talk to each other while they're playing games at each other's houses well let's just call them up on the landline fuck me um it'll be it'll be voice chat in the controllers um so uh that that's going to be the and i quote um the where did i oh my gosh the new nintendo switch plus which will also like i said include the new nintendo switch plus online plus expansion packs so um that's i only admit 200 dollars a year 200 dollars wow. a year for Fuck that expansion pass but uh the, that new switch is going to come in at about um i'm going to say 700 clam for anyone playing at home Fuck. That's same amount in dollars 700 dollars for that because it's a lot of kudos they're going to milk it hard and milk it hard. And there we go. That's it. That is the console of the future. Cha, cha, cha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Wow. <laughs> very good. Very good. Wow. I uh, kind of feel like, be, yeah. like it, it's probably going to alienate a lot of Nintendo's core demographic because a lot of the, uh, the current customers are customers because the Nintendo's typically cheaper than yeah the the other mm. mainstream consoles and you know it's probably a more affordable option for some some people but uh yeah but they're not they're not forcing you to buy this <laughs> did you they're hear it you can stay playing your, your nintendo switch original um launch edition without the oled screen without the fancy new joy con 
Mm. Um, it just won't be as good. <laughs> well. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> all right, well. I'd buy it. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, all right, well... <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in and and throw my uh, my idea out uh, next, and um, yeah, but mine's reality, John. Yeah, well, that's the difference here. This this is true. This is true. Yours is probably closer to reality than what I'm coming up with. But uh, I've got uh, I've got down here. I'd I'd like a console with a controller which can reconfigure its shape to match in-game items like. You know, match the top of a steering wheel when you're driving a car, or sort mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, change shape to to like a gun when you're shooting, or like a spanner if you're sort of fixing something in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, I know that it might seem a bit far fetched, but so did the concept of the Wiimote until Nintendo made it, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it was like, oh fuck, you know, you can actually do this shit mm-hmm. and have it so that there's a controller that you swing like a tennis racket and it actually makes the you know tennis ball in the game you know react accordingly like um and you got to remember like nintendo were were you know at the forefront of a lot of this all the way back to when they released the power glove back in the nes days like no one else was releasing peripherals like that uh, back in the day like nintendo were always sort of coming out with stuff and there's there's sort of uh research going on into materials that can change shape and, yeah. and shit like that so you sort of wonder whether I, I don't know like maybe in the near future they, they might be able to have some rudimentary form of, of what I've described but um, but yeah I mean just it sort of I guess takes that idea of the VR to the next level like because mm. obviously with the VR you're holding controllers that are meant to represent your hands left yeah. and right and uh, you've got triggers on them and and like with the psvr2 that's uh, coming out next year there's sensors in the triggers that sense whether your finger is resting on the trigger or not and with some of the games um your in-game character will have his finger outside the trigger guard until you've put your finger on the trigger and then like his finger on the screen will go in into the trigger guard um in sort of I guess uh, doing the same thing that you're doing in, in the real world. So, um, yeah, I guess I'd just sort of see that as probably a, an extension of that mm-hmm. VR type type That'd thing. Be cool. Yeah, I, I think it'd be be nifty. Um, I don't know. What do you reckon, Simo? This sounds fucking so cool. Um, it would be really great in you know 2094 when it comes out. <laughs> um, yeah. <you> know. Well. <laughs> um, but this this is got um i mean i'd like to say it's got nintendo written all over it but i think that it would be if it, if nintendo were to do it it'd be a lot more gimmicky it'll mm-hmm. just be like now you can play european handball with all your friends with because it feels like you're holding a real ball whereas nintendo well playstation would kind of go down to now when you're driving you'll feel the, the steering wheel in your hands you'll actually feel all the nuances of the steering wheel and then with the guns it would be like you'll now be able to feel this particular gun and this particular gun and how they shoot it'll it will go into that full futuristic aspect whereas yeah uh nintendo would kind of just they would take the the kind of the the gimmicky innovation way out of it it'll just there'll be a typing tutor game and it'll feel like you're typing on a real keyboard or something it would be stupid you know yeah. like uh, pointless but um it sounds fucking cool though i'd mm. love that the other the other thing that i was thinking of and, and i guess you could probably buy shit to make it happen already but being able to wirelessly send the video output of my console to a different screen than the one it's physically connected to like um mm. you know it's not always possible to play in the lounge room when other people want to watch the tv so it'd be good to be able to send the the signal from it to a to a second TV without having to do remote play and you know uh, all the lag that sort of comes with the remote play side of things, which um, you know can be a bit of a pain in the ass. So yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, that was sort of something that I was thinking, and probably not too far fetched um, no. to be able to do it. But yeah, don't know. All right. Uh, but, well, yeah. Hmm. Um. What about Ferg? 
Righto, JB, my console of the future, in Simo's voice. <clears throat> um, console <laughs> of the future! Cha, cha, cha. So, the ball's hard. <laughs> this, this isn't so much a, a console of the future, it's more of a Frankenstein console. So what I've done is I've picked all of my favourite features of everything which is currently on the market, and I've morphed it into one controller. So... I'll, t I'll walk you through it. So as far as appearance, I want my console to look like the Xbox Series X. I reckon on a, on a winner there is that square shape. It's nice to look at. You know, when you order this, they're going to have any color you want. So you can get it in any color when you order it. It doesn't have to just be black or white. It can be whatever color you want. Okay. Um, yep. Liking what I'm hearing so that's far. That's it. So controller, we're going to go with the Xbox Elite wireless controller, the Series 2, because out of every controller I've ever used, the original um, Xbox Elite co controller is amazing. So we're going with Microsoft again with the controller. Okay. As far as some functionality and portability, I'm going to go with that of the Nintendo Switch. But, so having this console that you can take with you on the go. So like the Nintendo Switch, but spec like the Steam Deck, but obviously similar size to the Switch, so but more it looks portable. like the Xbox Series X. No, no, no. So I've got a box at home, which lives there, but I've got oh, okay. a a handheld controller essentially, which I just carry around with me. Okay. Yep. So no, with you. Yep. While you're at, while you're at home, you'd use the box and your Xbox controller to play. But as soon as you leave, you can just pick up your gaming pad okay. and take it with wherever you want, and they sort of talk and you can sort use of like them. Like the PS Vita was to the PS4. Yeah, uh, but it's yeah. obviously bigger, and you can play the game as you would on your TV on the fly. Okay. Um, what else we got? Inter internal storage. I'm sick of this one, you know, terabyte shenanigans. We're, we're getting the inter internal storage of a PC. I'm talking minimum of 10 terabytes at Ooh. least. Yes, no, I like I the sound know. of that. And as far oh. as... fucking thing will cost a million dollars, but yeah, okay, let's go with it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just dreaming. I'm in dream world here, JB. So as far as the portable handheld sort of gaming component, it's got the battery life of a Garmin watch. So it's a battery life that you probably only have to charge it maybe once a month. So you have to charge it every couple of hours. Steam Deck, once every hour. Shenanigans. This thing lasts for a month, and it's got some similar sort of gimmicks like the Garmin watches do, where they have sort of solar rings. So if you're using your console out under the sun, it's actually with taking UV and charging itself, so the battery... Yeah. Last so we're, longer. Fancy. We're carrying around a fucking oh. battery the size of a briefcase uh, at the moment. No, they got, <laughs> this, this is a battery which is small. We're not compromising it's on the size future, here. Future, Jamie. Yeah, oh, okay. Jamie. Yeah, yeah. The fucking um, future, mate. <laughs> okay. Yep. Not today. It's future. Yep. Gotcha. Jesus. So talking software. <laughs> talking software now. It's got the user interface of the PS5, which I think is really good. It comes with the first-party exclusives of Sony. And it has the Game Pass library service of Microsoft. So, mm. you know, game one, you know, day one games, able to play a simple subscription model. None of this tier, eight different tiers. You either have it or you don't. It's one cost per year, per month. doesn't make any difference. Um, my console comes with the price of new PC games. So, we're not paying $120. We're paying $90. Mm. Yep. Liking mm. that. And you're probably wondering, you know, what would be the name of said console? So, I'm going to call this thing the synthesizer. So, it comes from the word synthesis, which means combining of things. Okay. Um, and, you know, and we've got, I'm going to cut to the sound here, but when you boot up the synthesizer, you're met with uh, this sound. Thanks, JB. Bit of Van Halen jump when you boot up the system. We've got full rights for the Van Halen catalogue. And so the synthesizer in all of the menus is filled with iconic 80s synthesizer sounds. So you get a bit of, you know, I don't know, some classic. It's basically an 80s library of synthesizer sounds. You get all sorts of goodness when you fire that Enter thing Enter into another menu, you get a bit of the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Yeah. Sweet you know, dreams are made that's it. of these. Or you get yeah. a bit of Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> Some of that stuff. Yeah. So, I don't no, know. What, so what do you we'll reckon? Go... Am I on a winner? I don't have a price tag for we'll it. I mean, it. Yeah, cool. like you said, it's probably going to cost an arm and a leg, but you know, maybe in the future, 
inflation's disappeared. It's not a thing. Maybe it retails for a modest four hundred okay, so AUD. Your, your console's done away with inflation as well. Yeah, uh, it lives outside of the uh, okay. economics of the world. It's four hundred AUD, and wow. it's available before oh, well, anywhere else in the world. Why not just make the cunt free for you know, all the fucking? Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> we got to pay Van Halen oh, royalty yeah. fees for the use of jump on the startup music, JB. So it's got to be. Podcast. <laughs> Do not let them. So anyway, there's my console. It's a Frankenstein of everything I love, including uh, Van Halen, one of the greatest bands ever. It was one of my favourite features that you mentioned, Ferg, was yeah. the ability to have the home console that then spoke to a handheld periphery that you could take with you that had the mm. same library on the handheld that spoke to the console now that is worth its weight in gold none of this because you know what then you have the full power of a home console and you have the the sustained power of a handheld that you can take for your casual gaming <gasps> you're playing in the sun on a hot summer's day in the in the middle of the sunlight on getting your tan that I've never had one of those. So I wouldn't know what it feels like, but uh, get, getting your tan on the beach and, and playing, you know, Puyo Puyo Tetris. Oh, I just, that sounds really good to me. That's, That's a, it. You're and on the money on that one. Well, it sounds oh, yeah. like this, this uh, you know, console's powered by a miniaturized black hole or something to uh, give yeah, you nuclear uh, powered. A, a month of uranium playtime uh, uh, without a charge. Hey, take hey. Come on, uh, Jay. This is the guy that's telling us that his controller is going to turn into a uh, a, a uh, steering wheel, and he's playing it. This is. Well, yeah. I think. All I right. think we could get this to work. The fucking bad guy from Terminator Two, and all of a sudden it's outlandish to have something that charges itself in the sun. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, I, I, I'd hate to see what it, what the controller <laughs> morphs into if you're playing one of those Japanese yeah. dating sims. That's uh, it. Yeah. Saints Row with a uh, twelve-inch dildo that you're using to club grandmas with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, using it to club grandmas with. That's exactly right. But uh, yeah, I like that to second your point, like you were saying, Simon, that's the whole idea. It's moving away from, you know, the console is not something you dock the handheld um, portion of my console. It is just sits on the coffee table. And when you leave, you take it with you. You don't actually plug it into the actual box that the console would be. And I reckon this is probably where we're heading. I think you look at what Apple does with all of their... Um, sort of gadgets and their environment, whether you're using, you know, their their um, their AirPod Pros or whatever they are, on a phone and their iMacs, they all talk to each other. And then you've got the cloud-based system, and everything syncs together. And I think, yeah, where we're we going with consoles is something very similar, where things all sort of talk to each other, where regardless of where you are. So yeah, if you take your portable portion of the console, being the handheld somewhere, you've got access to the same interface that you would see if you were at home playing on your tv we can dream jb i mean yeah, yeah. I, some technology like you're saying a bit of technology has got to play catch up with what i'm envisaging but oh look it sounds sounds good yeah sounds good to me that's it all right cool uh, you got Whoa, my money uh, yeah mm. where, where do i put the money into the kickstarter for it Ferg? <laughs> that's it yeah <laughs> if only but i knew how to me. make it <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I said go fund me, not go fuck me. All right, so don't get any ideas, guys. <laughs> oh, you know, I'll give you one of my new controllers, mate. Yeah. You can uh, morph it into <laughs> a dick to go fuck yourself. <laughs> all right, yeah. very good. Yeah. <laughs> Casey, oh, man, a- I really wish you didn't let me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fucking good at all oh come on i'm sure it'll be great come on see mac we we like to we like to hear your ideas come on what do do you got casey's idea is practical magic everyone it's something (laughs) it's real it's real it's none of this no it's not even really a club it's just i want a better switch (laughs) calm down (laughs) jeez fucking hell emotional damage i'm just telling you after playing Platoon non-stop for the past couple weeks. I just want better internet. Not at our <laughs> house, just online multiplayer internet via the Switch. Because it's shit, everything is unstable, it's laggy, and I hate it. And I just want them to become a part of the 21st century of gaming and just be good with the internets and everything be smoother because I hate it. Even Tetris 99 does not run well playing with other people. It's laggy. That's what I want. It's not that much. I was talking also that I wouldn't mind. I know it's controversial, the Wii U, 
was not good. It wasn't oh, great. Hang on. But there was there was there was there was something I really enjoyed about the Wii U was the fact that I could have with some games like the Wind Waker my map in front of me on mm. a touchpad and I could play the game on the screen and I really enjoyed that especially in Zelda games as well where you could have similar to the 3ds your bottom screen was your bag and you could select things really fast or yeah Wind Waker you had your map and it was very detailed and I really enjoy that and I wish that was a part of the switch revolution where you can you know you can pick your switch off the dock and it still plays on the tv but you could use it as an extra screen as your bag or as your mm. map because mini maps these days are so small i don't even look at them anymore but if i had a map in front of me or my my huge inventory of my bag i could select things and throw it back up to the screen like i did on the wii u so yeah. that would be kind of cool because yeah at the moment we literally do not take that switch off its stock unless we go on a holiday which is never mm. so mm. was yeah, it the 3ds that had a similar thing as well was the 3ds had the two yeah. screens yeah. yeah yeah and i was i was contemplating my new thing to be another handheld but i think that will never ever happen in nintendo's mm. world again they've moved too far with the console being a handheld now they can't really go back who knows they could disappoint us but um mm. i think yeah the way forward is switch handheld plus you know, on on your TV as well. So mm. I would like that to be a similar thing because, yeah, it was a really handy little gadget having your bottom screen that you look down and you have your map and you can see where you're walking, especially in Wind Waker when, oh, my God, it's so much fucking sailing. You just, just sail for days and days and days and it's just good to see where you're going on the map because you don't even need to watch on the screen. So mm. that's my cool revolution. No different colours, just... Just the just the same. It's true. Well, I like this, and you know why I like this because <clears throat> I came up with it. Hey, nothing. <laughs> I like this because I think this is a feature that I I'm with you is sorely missed. It was such a good feature in all of the games that came to to you know 3DS, 3DS and to to Wii U. You had this functionality that just made the user experience so nice. And yeah, like even... when you were swapping over um, your weapons as well, you just literally are bang, just like touch on your screen and you've, you've, you've got your sword, and yeah. bang, you've got your hook shot, bang, you got that. Very quick. You don't have to even think about it. You can just, it was, mm. yeah, I loved it. And especially, like I said, in Wind Waker, the whole, seeing the whole sea map on your screen, you could yeah. see where you were going. It wasn't this tiny little mini map that you had to bring up that you never did. Yeah. And um, yeah, especially playing it on the GameCube going to that was just yeah I, I'm I'm sad because if they do bring it to switch it's not going to have that obviously so but yeah and you think of like uh, games like tears of the kingdom as well how good would it be when that game came like comes out to to have that functionality where you could kind of maintain your entire infantry even at, at, like on the go while you're in the world you didn't have to enter a pause screen to do it it just felt like it was a push forward and now like you're going into your physical bag yeah, 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 yeah
royalty or two for our uh, wonderful ideas. Mm. Well, uh, speaking of our wonderful ideas, uh, we're all out of them <laughs> for another week. So uh, I'd like to thank the DG crew, uh, as always, uh, Fergus Fergamon Hamilton. Thank Thanks, you. JB. Pleasure, mate. And Simon Steely McLaughlin. Thank you, Joel. And when that uh, game controller comes out, no, I will not be playing um, uh, Hentai Simulator 6 with you. Um, that You can play that all by yourself. I will but send you thank the Jesus. you for the offer. Okay, well. <laughs> I love that soundbite. <laughs> We're yeah, going to have thanks. to start playing, paying Stephen He money at some point because that poor guy, we use so many... Uh, oh, we're not the only ones, uh, Simon. Oh, I know, I know. I know. And I last know. but not least, I'd like Gosh. to thank uh, Casey C. Mac McLaughlin. Thanks, Casey. Yeah, thank you, everyone. Thank you again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Don't not sound too enthusiastic. I'll tell you not what. Much more uh, Pleasure. Pleasure. Jump out your front door and see if there's a young child that you can... <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally, of what? course. Yeah. Might cheer yeah. you up, see, Matt. Yeah. Oh. You know, there, uh, little one, you playing Shake Sugar Ear, are you? Well, fucking bang! <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore, are you? Yeah, oh, exactly. What about that? <laughs> I put it out of my memory. It's so I don't think JB is going to let you back. forget, see, Matt. No, <laughs> no. Still fucking Pete over here. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> if you want to get in touch with the podcast to tell us how inappropriate uh, we are for suggesting that uh, one of our DG crew should uh, assassinate a small child, you can contact us on uh, all the oh socials uh, or send us an email. Probably, probably rather you didn't, but you know, uh, <laughs> you have that option. And uh, we'll see you next week. See ya. See ya. See in another seven or six or five <laughs> days, that is. <laughs> <laughs>